Welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here with episode 53. The secret to lasting love. Ooh. <laughs> Definitely not the only thing, but this is, didn't you say last week, or last episode, it's like the one indicator for, like, They say, longevity? this research said the single greatest indicator of long-term health for a relationship is blank gotcha not that we are experts on this we are I was not surprised. saying we practice the secret was, to lasting love no i was surprised by yeah what it was, so. i was too you told me this and i was definitely i thought it was something way more obvious but so it's we're not. gonna dive into it what have you been up to lately catch us up me yeah how's motherhood life good we're sleeping pepper sleeps Come like consistently on. all the time all the Praise way through the, the night Lord. over 12 hours at night so i feel like a new person i feel like i keep saying that but it just it's just rocks your world for so for Mm -hmm. three to four months that sleep deprivation is no joke oh yeah it impacts everything it impacts your your personality i saw someone the other day and they were like man you seem real you know energetic and you don't (laughs) realize how much of your personality depletes when you don't sleep but we hear you had a fun week yeah, uh, I was in Cleveland for the NBA All-Star Game. Had a client the celebrity that uh, was the played in the Celebrity All-Star Game. So I got to Pretty cool. travel with him. Yeah, that was fun. He did well. We He uh, also renovated a gym for a boys and girls club up there, which I thought was really cool. So we got to go by, visit that, play some basketball with the kids. Super fun. Um so yeah, that was great, and uh, we had some baby goats at the farm. Mm-hmm. We have three baby goats at the farm. We got to take Pepper yep. out there, and she got to hold a baby goat. Was, yep, she's scared to death. Baby goats are very loud when you take them. Oh away yeah, from their they, mom. Scream. they scream. Oh, she was not happy, and that scared her. Yeah, it did. It was really cute. <laughs> Speaking of Pepper, um, before you left for Cleveland, what we were just talking mm-hmm. about, you got an Amazon package, and it was a book. Oh yes, and um, I remember you took it out, and it's a kids' book. And I remember being like, oh, that's so sweet. You ordered a book for Pepper. You're like, no, this is for me. And you had seen someone on Instagram or somewhere mm-hmm. post about this book. It's called The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. Yeah, yep. the bull, Boy, the Mole, Fox, and the Horse. I'm on YouTube. Um, and it, who's the author? Uh, Charlie, Charlie Macri. Yeah. So anyways, I was really confused and he was like this is what i'm taking to read on my trip and i just thought like what and i could not understand why like he had this children's book and he came back and you know you raved about it and, and last night you handed it to me while you were on a call you're like go read this and it only takes like 20 minutes it looks like a chapter book but it's not and it is for a kid's book it's long it's probably 60 pages sure yeah but there's only like a couple sentences per page maybe so it's it's not terrible but it was really unique would you like to explain it i don't know how to explain it other than it's as much for adults as it is for kids this isn't a book right now i would read to pepper maybe if you had like a five or six year old they might yeah lean into this but it just had like i'll i'll I marked, I know you did too, one of your favorite quotes in it, but it's about this journey this little boy's taking with the mole, the fox, and, and the, the horse. horse. And But, so, before you read it, okay. it's written really uniquely, like, it just kind of, the cadence is weird, yeah. so it, like, tells a simple truth. It's not a story, necessarily, it kind of is, but they just emote these, like, truths that, I don't know, it's really unique, so what you'll yeah. read, you don't need to know context for. It's just, like, these little nuggets that have deep, deep meaning that when you're a kid, you probably won't really yeah. understand. Like, I, this is an example. They're on this journey together, and at one point, um, this is the horse 
The horse says, everyone is a bit scared, said the horse, but we are less scared together. And like, because they're, you know, they're on this journey together and, and it fits the story of their little journey, but it also has, in my opinion, that's a deep meaning, that, that idea of, yeah, everybody's scared, but we're less scared together. Like there's something about that, that uh, connection that happens amongst humanity when we're honest about our fears. That's good. Takes a little bit of the sting away. I have three. Oh gosh, okay. <laughs> I wrote down three. Right. I was like, I won't no need for you to buy the book now. Those of you listening to the podcast, <laughs> it just is so sweet. So this one says, um, "So this is the boy." He says, "So you know all about me?" Asked the boy. Yes, said the horse. And you still love me? And the horse says, "We love you all the more." Mm. I love that. I took a picture as soon as I read it because I was like, "That is so to be known and loved is just like the deepest desire of your heart." But it's so simple. And then um, this one, I think you emote really well, but. Um, it says, sometimes I think you believe in me more than I believe in myself, said the boy. And the horse says, you'll catch up. Yeah, I love that. Which I love having just that concept of having someone who believes in you. And then the last one, and I'm going to be done. Um, sometimes I want to say I love you, uh, said the mole, but I find it difficult. Do you, said the boy? Yes. So I say something like, I'm glad we're all here. Okay, said the boy. I'm glad we're all here. We are all so glad you are here. Oh. So I thought that was really sweet and also true. Like people say, I love you in really different ways. Mm. And um, just having the the heart and open ear to hear that, I just think was really sweet. So anyways, he teaches these really beautiful, simple concepts beautifully. And he has really cool art. I guess he's an artist too. Cause he, he kind I think of, he's primarily artist. I think it's the only book he's ever. It's really read. cool. So anyways, yeah. the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse, um, if you find it on Amazon, last you looked, I think it's like sold out in a lot of places. But it's been around. It was published in 2019, so it's been around. But yeah. anywho, that's our random diatribe of a book you should read, <laughs> a children's you book should. you should read. And it actually kind of leads into what we're talking about. So we, we're on. This is not part two necessarily, but last week on on the uh, podcast, we did talk about the three lies about love. We talked about you know. Lie number one was that fighting is always bad or fighting's an omen. And yeah. we just talked about no, you just gotta fight fair, right? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a there's a right way to fight. The second lie was being in love is enough. We we're like, no, it's actually not enough. It takes a lot of work, hard work to keep a relationship healthy. And the third lie was if I have to ask, it's not worth it, uh, right? Like, in other words, if they really know me, if they really love me, they should, they should know. Just know. And we're just like, no, it, t- it takes, there's a level of communication there that's required. These stealth expectations are extremely dangerous in relationships. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of kind of a follow-up to that, kind of a follow-up to what we just talked about in this kid's book, because a, a lot of what we're talking about today comes down to the importance of communication. And so I read an article the other day. It's a therapist that I follow, and he's done a lot of research in his private practice and studies and such. And he wrote this. He said, this is a sentence that grabbed me. He said, appreciation, appreciation is the single greatest indicator of long-term health for a relationship. Full stop. That's what he wrote. Full stop. Like after that. In other words, like period, right? Appreciation is the single greatest indicator of long-term health for a relationship. And I, I thought, wow, that's very interesting. Not Again, he was talking about romantic relationships, but he also extended that to say that's actually yeah. true of all relationships. So even if you're not in a romantic relationship right now, I think this conversation we're having today will be applicable to you as well. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting to me about appreciation being that single greatest indicator for long-term health is that I think appreciation is something that can easily fade 
in the context of like yeah. if you think about early on in a relationship you show a lot of appreciation mm-hmm. for every little thing like mm-hmm. oh i think it's so cute that you do that or oh wow you're so smart i never thought about that before or oh thank you so much for opening that door for me mm-hmm. or like yeah. everything is appreciation mm-hmm. because everything is new mm-hmm. and i think it's real easy to unintentionally in the context of a relationship over time to just kind of it's not that Maybe it's not even that you don't appreciate it anymore. It's maybe that you don't take time to vocalize it anymore. Right. No, for sure. I think that's it. I think it becomes like your expectation. It's no longer above and beyond. It's like, this is what you do. And once, yes, it was like out of the norm. So you were grateful. And then it just becomes expected. And when you don't do it, that's when it's vocalized. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I read that and this dude is super smart dude. So I I wasn't trying to like say, oh, I don't think he's right. That seems a little too simple to me. But I've also been in the process, you know, of reading this uh, Brene Brown book, The Mm -hmm. Atlas of the Heart. Mm -hmm. And she talks in this book about another book that's written by a guy named John Gottman, who is kind of a world famous uh, therapist studies marriages, all that stuff. He wrote a book called Why Marriages Succeed or Fail. <laughs> and his team studied thousands, they, thousands of couples that they put through this study, and they were able to predict. I think this is amazing, right? They were able to predict with 90% accuracy which couples would eventually divorce oh. based on primarily their communication patterns. Wow. And so he defined, and this is Brene Brown talking about John Gottman's research, that uh, the the four like most, I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. This is coming back around to appreciation because I think part of the power in appreciation is that it's keeping you from committing these four really criminal communication mistakes that deteriorate relationships so quickly. So here's what he and his team identified as the like four like terrible patterns of communication that will always deteriorate a relationship. Criticism, just attacking or blaming your partner. Defensiveness, it's victimizing yourself in the process. Contempt, which is attacking their sense of self, attacking their character. And then stonewalling, which is withdrawing to mm-hmm. avoid conflict. That those four patterns uh, are like hands down extremely destructive yeah. and are always a predictor of whether or not a relationship's gonna make it. If that if those are their common patterns of communication, it's probably not going to last. Criticism, defensiveness, contempt, and, and stonewalling. stonewalling. Yep. So true. And what I think appreciation does as simple as it sounds is it really starts to break down those negative communication patterns and instills a much more positive approach to how you view one another Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah i mean i think appreciation is like an umbrella that houses a bunch of other meanings it means i respect you it means i'm grateful it means i see you it means um, intentionality. Pro- like it, I feel like there's a bunch of things underneath that that it communicates. Because um, appreciation, when I think of it, I'm like, no, there's so much more. But then when you break it down, you're like, no, no, that's actually a massive part of all of the pieces of appreciation is a huge part of yeah. communication. Yep. And I would say they didn't go into this in either one of these books I'm mentioning or an article that I read. But I think appreciation is not a 
it's not a condition of the heart. It has to be an act of the mouth. In other words, it's not, it loses a tremendous amount of its power if all it does is stay inside of me. Mm-hmm. I can be appreciative of you in my heart. It doesn't necessarily benefit our relationship or our communication in any way until I verbalize that. I feel the same way about gratitude. Mm-hmm. You can be grateful for something, but until you say it out loud, it really hasn't reached its full potential or power. Yeah. It's it's only, yeah, it's in your, like for me, if I were to appreciate something you did, holding it in might make me feel good in the short term, but long term, you're not going to keep doing it. No. And, and again, there's no benefit in the relationship because you haven't expressed it. It's like, I can't tell you how many times I've been driving down the road. Maybe uh, this happens a lot when I'm traveling. I'm on a plane. I'm just kind of sitting still. I have a lot of time to think. And I'll think about something you've done that I'm really grateful for or, you know, a way that you act that I'm just super grateful for. And I'll, I'll think about it in my mind and, and I'll literally think, I, I got to tell her that. And I'll romanticize in you my do. mind. I'll actually visualize in my mind telling you this and you being so grateful for me telling <laughs> you this. And then <laughs> by the time I actually get home, I don't do it. Mm. And it's lot, there's no power in that. Sure, yeah, it was a wonderful sad. intention, but it never became an action. You do that um, when you drive out to the farm a lot. I don't know if you are aware of that, but we have a farm that's like an hour away and he, in the summer especially, spends a ton of time out there and, um, but anyway, so you'll leave in the morning and I can, ca- it's probably 20% of the time, which is not a ton, but it's enough that like, I, I remember it, that you send me a text probably 10 minutes after you leave. And it's like, and I know in your brain, cause I know you, you're sitting there thinking. And so you do that sometimes. I'll give you some credit yeah, there. Thank you. You're welcome. But not as much as I should. Yep. And that's where the power is at. So I say all this to say, for those of you listening to this podcast right now, watching on YouTube, whatever. I'm going to give you a challenge. Like, I'm going to give you an exercise. And from time to time we do this, I think it's important. I, I really, uh, you know, I, I, I want to always help the get it factor go up to where you're like, oh, I can apply that. Like, I can do that. And so I'm going to give you guys a way to do that, whether you're in a romantic relationship right now or maybe you're not and this is something you do with friends. Let me give you an exercise that I think will help you begin the practice of appreciation, okay? And I think could drastically change the trajectory of the relationship you're in right now if you'll do this. And I'm going to commit that you and I are going to do this. How often? Once a week. It's part of the challenge, right? So here's the challenge. Once a week, sit down with your partner, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your Friend. friend, right? Once a week, you're sitting down with your partner. And step number one is just take a few big, deep breaths together. All right, let's do that right now. Ready? One's good. One more. You didn't do it. I have an auditory. I'm not moving on in this exercise (laughs) until you take your second deep breath. Okay. Okay, you did it. Step number two is pick one of the following prompts. And again, this is important. Be specific. All right. And you already gave me these prompts. Yep. I already gave you the prompts. So we'll actually kind of walk through. There's just three prompts and... I think you just take one at a time and you read the first part of the prompt and then you fill it in for your partner, all right? So you want to go first or you want me to go first? We'll alternate. Okay. 
So the first, uh, let me give you the three prompts so everybody can have the three prompts. The three prompts are this. What I appreciate you about you is blank. I love it when you blank. And something I've wanted to tell you is blank. All right? Mm-hmm. So once a week, sit down, cross the floor, take a couple deep breaths, and then say this. Um, what I appreciate about, appreciate about you is that I notice how hard you work while also working endlessly to create moments with those around you. So me, Pepper, the boys, I feel like you, oh, thank you. you work really hard, tons of different jobs, and you still make time and make the people around you feel seen. Thank you. What I appreciate, what I, I have a hard time with that word. Appreciate? Yeah. I try to shorten it and just say appreciate. It's not. I know. <laughs> what I appreciate about you is how you juggle being such an attentive mom and still work really hard on different projects as well as trying to work and help other people with their projects. Thank you. You do a great job of juggling those things. Thank you. Um, Second prompt? Second prompt. You go first. Okay. I love it when you see that I'm running behind and you just jump in and you help me without even asking. Like when you just do something. Like yesterday I was running late for a Zoom meeting and I kind of flew in and you set up my computer stand and put my computer in the right place and turned the light on. And like I, I didn't ask you to do that. You just saw I was running really behind and you did that for me. And I, I love it when you do something like that. Thank you. Um, this one is not as pertinent to like our relationship, but mm-hmm. um, I love it when you go out, go out of your way to show love to someone and help someone in need. Um, I something I've known about you since the moment I met you is that you don't see yourself as better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And um, when someone comes to you, sometimes it's a DM, sometimes it's a friend. Um, There's a great example right now that uh, you drop everything and help them whether it's just an encouraging message or whether it's helping them along their way in life in some way, shape or form. I've just watched you do that so often. Um, and even in the little moments of just love and kindness, like you never pass someone without speaking to them or acknowledging them. Um, I just think that's amazing. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's very kind. (laughs) I think, and can I, can I pause right now? Because I think this is really important for those of you listening. Part of this exercise and the and the way that it works for it to be successful is not just the person who's verbalizing the words. What is equally as difficult and maybe more difficult for a lot of us is sitting accepting there and hearing it, it yeah. accepting it, not excusing it away of "Oh no, you caught me on a, on, on my best moment," or mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that's that's not typically what I don't yeah. don't make excuses for it or shut it down. You just need to sit there and receive it. If you don't, you belittle the transparency of the other person who's sharing what they're sharing. Yeah, and they won't want to share again. That's right. It's true. Okay. Um, is it my turn to go first? Sure. Something I've wanted to tell you is blank. Something I've wanted to tell you is that I feel very seen by you. You know and hear the deep desires of my heart, and you champion them and um, also help them make, come to life, make them come to life. So that can be as small as like, I, that day I was going to exercise and Pepper woke up early from her nap and I couldn't, if I just express that, you're, you say immediately, you're like, okay, I have this time this afternoon that I'm not working. I'll watch Pepper and you can exercise something mm-hmm. little like that too. I'm missing my family. Okay. 
Um, I can move some meetings on this Friday afternoon and we'll get there on Friday. You know, like you just, you hear me, um, and you don't just hear me. You, you actually, um, take action on the things that I need your action in to Mm. make those things come to life. Something I've wanted to tell you is that I'm blown away by your ability to brand things. And I think you should explore that more. (laughs) You just outed me on our podcast. I know I did, but I, and I'm serious. Like she, she just did this whole branding thing for a friend of ours, and like everything from colors to names to looks. So this is what your Instagram pictures and should be, and like all this stuff. And you whipped it all out in like an hour. Well, thank you. It's amazing, and thank I think you. you should explore that more. Thank you, because that's a gift, and not everybody has that. FYI, that's like a literally a brand new um, brainstorm business that i am thinking through and now it's out there for well, I didn't say everyone to know if i don't do it a business i just i i'm just appreciating your gift you said i should explore it yeah i'm a, i'm a, so that was appreciation slash encouragement <laughs> okay thanks thank you oh, both of them in there so that's it that's the exercise i like it i'm telling you you do that once a week with your partner and 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 just tr- will you try it for a month once a week for a month do those three prompts. What I appreciate about you is what I love. I love it when you blank and something I've wanted to tell you is blank. You do that once a week for a month and tell me if it doesn't start to increase the level of intimacy in your, in your relationship. Mm -hmm. That's good. I like it. It will. I mean, it's a simple exercise, but I think it has the ability to make a huge difference. And Uh, doesn't it, sorry, doesn't it make you want to do those things more? It does. Like, yeah, if absolutely. You, like, if I hear you say, I really appreciate you setting up my whatever, if I'm running behind, it's almost like now I have a keen, a more keen eye to it, mm-hmm. right? Like, yep. before it was just like second nature. Now it's something I'm actually paying attention to because I know it makes you feel appreciative and loved. Yeah. So it's, it's almost just like this psychological trick in your brain of being able to communicate something is actually going to make it happen more. I think yeah. it's really Well, there's that old leadership adage that says what gets rewarded gets repeated. And that's basically what you just yeah. described there. Yeah. The reward there is just the verbal yeah. like affirmation. affirmation. Yeah. It makes you want to want to be that person. And, and again, I, I think in relationships, it's so easy to get dialed in on the negative stuff. And I mean, isn't that what we do in a fight? Like all of a sudden you could mm-hmm. think of 50 million. things. Yeah. That they've done over the past, you know, five, 10, 15 years. And you bring up all of them at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this is kind of, you know, like I noticed in on our first answer to the first prompt, uh, what was the first prompt? The first something prompt. I appreciate about you is yeah, both of us played towards our true personality types of like an Enneagram three. We mentioned effort and accomplishment to some degree, mm-hmm. and that that's okay. Like again, it, you're you're affirming the best parts of each other. Yeah, essentially is what you're doing. Yeah, that's good. I love it. And something I really loved. This is a left turn, but you talking about being able to receive. That, mm-hmm. I think it's, you have to be able to do that as much as you're able to give it. Because yeah. like you said, it just is such a, um important part in the communication. It's your half of that communication. I remember my grandma 
I will always remember her saying this to me. She one day had said, oh, Jordan, you look so beautiful. And I was like, oh, no, I have my hair or my blah, And she looked at me in the eye. She says, always say thank you when someone compliments you. Always say thank you. Mm. And um, I think I am really guilty of not accepting people's compliments ever. Like the woman you were talking about who I did the branding exercise for, I was like, no, 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 it was super easy. It took me an hour. Like you don't even have to use it. Blah, blah, blah. Like I can't receive. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's equally as important when you're giving that um, affirmation and encouragement um, to also just receive it well and believe it because those things are true. Someone's not telling you those things. Someone that you love dearly is not telling you those things just for the heck of it. So receive it and be loved. Yeah. That's that's great, and I do. I think I think the goal here is that maybe a year from now you don't have to do this formal exercise. Yeah. Then maybe it just becomes a part of the very fabric of your relationship. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 missing to such a degree for the vast majority of us that we really do need a prompt like this. Yeah. And life gets busy, right? And yeah. one of the first things that's going to disappear when life is busy and your marriage is busy and you're going this way and your partner's going the other way and you got little kids and all, one of the very first things that's going to disappear is your appreciation mm-hmm. and affirmation for each other. The vocalization of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think we need these prompts to slow down and actually share that with one another. So I, I hope that you guys will find this really helpful. I'm watching our baby on the baby monitor. She's starting to stir, which means our time with you guys is running out very quickly. <laughs> but we have enjoyed it. We've loved it. Uh, thank you. That's awesome. I love how practical that is. Um, and I actually know you're going to make us do that every We are going to do it. Um, also, really quick, um, Pete, you just wrapped up your Goal Getter um, group coaching yes, experience, awesome. which is something that uh, was offered alongside the course, the Goal Getter course. Um, and so while the group coaching portion is um, expired as of now, there is still the option to um, purchase the Goal Getter course that is self-guided. Um, again, you're able to kind of take the course at your own speed and do all the exercises. Um, so that is still available at the Goal Getter goalgettercourse.com thegoalgettercourse.com um, so if you're interested in that you can learn more about it there there's a video kind of uh, will tell you all about what the course offers and how you can best chase after your biggest dreams in life so yeah, that's available there you go as always guys we're so grateful for you thanks for being a part of this podcast for listening for sharing it with other people for subscribing for leaving reviews it all means the world to us we're grateful and that was another good, good talk, talk.